Hey, what's up? Welcome to Movie Dumpster Season 2, Episode 19. Today we're talking Ghost Shark from 2013, directed by Griff First. I'm Joel Scola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor. I don't, have, I don't have a joke for this episode. I'm sorry, everybody. McGraw. Welcome to the dumpster. That's definitely the shark I saw. One eye and a hole in its fin. That's definitely the shark that tried to eat me. Except for the shark that we saw, you could see through. Are we on this again? Ever heard of an optical illusion? The shark was dead. They killed it. Or temporarily dazed, or playing possum, maybe. And you can't explain how a shark killed three people on the deck of a boat. In police work, the simplest explanation is usually the right one. A couple of yahoos got a great white rod up. Your father paid the price for it. How about, uh, Connor, I'm going to put you into $30,000 worth of pain, McGraw. (laughs) (sighs) I was going to go with Crenshaw from a movie I'll reference in a minute, because one of the characters was in the beginning, but I don't know how how knowledgeable everyone is of MST3K characters. Is this our first sci-fi original? Titanic 2 probably could have been, but I think this is officially is. Arlen was the one who told me that sci-fi and Asylum have some kind of working arrangement together, where they're kind of, they... I guess, like, their sci-fi co-produces stuff for Asylum, or, or the other way around? I think it's co-produces, and that's what the credit is on this, you know, it's co-produced by sci-fi. And it's like, okay, so they put money in to, I guess, air the shit, and then they get a cut of DVD sales, I guess? What DVD sales? I don't know. Digital, maybe. Who the fuck's buying this? Can we talk about the shark exploitation genre just for a second? <laughs> you know what? Let's. Because I... I have words for the Sharknado franchise and what it's been doing to bad movies. Let me stop you right there, because we've had shark exploitation movies since 1975. Oh, of course. Like, there's a whole Italian ripoff phase, too, where it's like, they're just like, oh, yeah, this is Jaws 3. They're like, no, it's not. They go, yes, it is. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about that today. I'm like, you know what I'd rather be watching than fucking Ghost Shark? Great White. A.K.A. The Last Shark. Devilfish. Yeah, or Devilfish, or Up From the Depths, or something else. <laughs> Orca, anything. Yeah, oh, God, Orca's a actually legit great film. But do you know how many of these fucking movies there are? You're going to give me a depressing number. That's what I'm anticipating. It's not even... I don't even have a number. I just have them all written down. Okay, first of all, there's a sequel to this one. There totally is. Called Ghost Shark 2 Urban Jaws. Whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. It's the only way they get the Jaws name in there legally. As opposed to this being a suburban Jaws? What's the fucking joke there? I, I don't get it. Oh, it's in the New York City sewers. Oh, it's in the... Okay, you, you ever seen that movie Alligator? It's like that. It's suds. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Ghost Shark 2, Urban Jaws, Empire of Shark... This is just in the fucking listing that was on Amazon. Like, the you might also like... I want to know if the one I watched on Crackle recently is going to pop up in this list, because just based on the title, I couldn't turn it down. Now, I'm not counting any of the ones... I don't think from like the 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 two th- the the late nineties, early two thousands, like Shark Attack one, two, and three, Megalodon and all that shit. Or like two headed shark attack, Empire of Sharks, Ice Sharks, Avalanche Sharks, House Shark, Shark Exorcist, Sand Sharks, Piranha Sharks, Shark and Saw, Women's Prison Massacre. That's the one I saw! Oh fuck me. <laughs> Mega Shark, Shark Knight, Jurassic Shark, 
six-headed shark attack, three-headed shark attack, two-headed shark attack, Nazi sharks, Sharkenstein, Dino Shark, Sharktopus, Planet of the fucking Sharks. Fuck me. The only way you could improve that list is if you had fucking Phil Hartman back reading it as Troy McClure. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy McClaw. Here we go. Ready? Hi, you might remember me from such movies as Prehistoric Shark and Jurassic Shark. <laughs> and Avalanche of Shots. Avalanche and Sharkinsaw Women's Prison Massacre. Oh, Dad, you smell like barf. I can only assume that Sand Sharks takes place in the fucking desert, right? I, I guess. And was isn't there Swamp Sharks or some shit, too, where they're like in Louisiana? I, I feel like that one just came out. Oh, actually, you know what? There is. Guess who directed that film? Shane Van Dyke? Griff First. Oh, of course he did. It was his first movie. Also... Griff first, apparently, haven't seen the movie, but plays Itchy in Transmorphers? I don't know what the fuck an Itchy is. All of that made me irrationally angry. Is that, <laughs> is that like the, is that like the Tom Kenny, uh, uh, twin robot fucking thing? The picture on IMDb is a dude just basically with a gun, so I, I have no fucking idea what that movie even is. You think it's like a singular version of Mudflap and, uh, Skids? Exactly, yep, that's what I was getting at. The Tom Kenny fucking twins. The Spongebob robot? Yeah. You know, the one that humps Megan Fox's leg in your Transformers movie. Yeah, I... What? Okay, let, let the fucking robot fucker. Come on. I mean, we all want to, right? Right? <laughs> right? Am I right? Hey! Hey, you over there! You, you wanna fuck this robot, right? I mean, corpse fucker probably would fuck a robot. <sighs> If you pay him enough. I mean, I heard that, you know... You gotta get him away from the mini-golf. Well, that's the thing, like, is the Transmorpher going mini-golfing? It could be dangerous if he does. They gotta come to Corpse Fucker, he won't come to you. You know what I think's a Transformer? Fucking Rudy's fucking putter, man, with that fucking grabber. That is Corpse Fucker's true form. Yeah, the fucking Rudy's putter. Yeah? That's what that shit is, man, the little fucking hand. He's got a little fucking go-bot hand that comes out of it, grabs his fucking ball. Yeah. I know he's listening. He's used that to fucking scratch his balls or some shit. I, maybe, when he gets home... From uh, OGA tournament. <laughs> You've also got movies like Deep Blue Sea and Meg, which, spoilers, I don't hate those movies, but they also are shark exploitation. For sure, but. Deep Blue Sea is good. I like the Meg, but it's an action movie. Let's be real. I enjoyed um the the Shallows. Shallows was good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, especially for being like a serious shark movie, like now. Yeah. Um, it was good. Deep Blue Sea again is awesome. The Meg I fucking hated because well, I didn't hate the Meg. Okay, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the books, and the books aren't like fucking you know. Pulitzer winning fucking books. But they're horror novels, if I understand it correctly. There can't be fucking horror novels, right? But the movie just is like... Jason Statham popcorn flick. Yeah, I mean, at the very best. You know what the problem... Okay, you know what my problem with the Meg is? It wasn't rated fucking R. That's my problem. Yeah. I was really bored just looking at the, the fact that it was P-13. I'm like, that means it's going to be a lot of, like, sharks swallowing people like they're plankton, and it's going to be really boring to watch. Uh, it's not boring. <laughs> Jason Statham fucking jumps in the water after this shark and swims to save somebody or some bullshit. Does shoot a fucking harpoon at it. Um, you're not out swimming a fucking 60-foot... Megalodon! Yeah, you're just not. He's the transporter. He can do what he wants. Like, okay, just real quick. The ending... Spoilers. Fuck you. Read the book. It's still good, even if I tell you. The end of that book, Jonas jumps into the water... Or is in the water at some point and gets swallowed by the fucking shark. 
and he cuts his way through the inside of the shark and murders its heart and then cuts his way out of it. Oh, so it's Pinocchio. It's fucking great. It's Gears of War 2. Come on. Yeah, but it's fucking ludicrous. And like, that's what I wanted. It should have been a fucking ball. So when I heard Eli Roth was directing it, I was like, fine, let's do it. Let's fuck around with this giant shark movie because he's going to fucking splatter it all over the place. And I was totally fine with that. Um, And then they were like, Ah, uh, well, we're not going to put money into it unless it's PG-13, so fuck you. And there we go. People still would have seen it. Oh, I would have saw it probably a couple times. If it really tickled me like that, I'd probably go see it twice. Hollywood still hasn't let go of the idea that rated R movies don't make movies. I don't make money for some reason. Even after Deadpool, I don't get it. With all that said, though, uh, we land on Ghost Shark. <laughs> when you spun that fucking roulette wheel of fucking exploitation films and it just happened to drop the fucking ball on Ghost Shark. Could you get any more middle of the fucking road with this shit? Yeah. Can you take a premise as interesting as it? I mean, it is kind of interesting. It's like, hey, a shark can get you from any body of water. Congratulations, you tapped into an actual childhood fear I had. Same. And then I watched this, I was like, well, that's not scary anymore. I'm just bored. Yeah. Not when the fucking protagonist looks like a fucking giant shark bite fruit snack. I thought I was watching Devin's ghost occasionally in this movie. (laughs) Devin's ghost is riding this fucking thing through the water like a fucking, I don't even know what. Oh my god, like the actual guy with the cap on and the baseball bat. He's like Aquaman. Devin's ghost had the redeeming factor of going from like zero to bonkers in a few seconds when suddenly everyone knows kung fu. Yeah. I mean, I think this movie goes from zero to bonkers minus the kung fu a few times. I mean, there's a kid fucking that slip and slides into a ghost shark. Oh, that's the best part of this whole fucking film. Just watch the clip. That's the sad thing. I saw the clip already and then I'm sitting there and they're setting up. I was like, this is the fucking clip. I saw it. God damn it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is definitely one of those supercut movies that you're like, oh, let me just go watch the supercut on YouTube. I honestly, I think a supercut would actually in a much shorter time shine a light on my biggest problem with this movie which is it's just the same trick over and over again do you want to see someone get dismembered in a quick unclear out of focus blue blur well here you go this movie never fucking ends either it's like jesus all right wrap it up it's only an hour and a half and it feels like you're being held hostage yes it does so to crunch this movie basically some fucking people kill a shark and it falls into like a magic voodoo cave and then it becomes a ghost and kills people people pretty much yeah but it can only move through water so it's got to jump through like puddles and shit and then seemingly disappears every time it attacks someone it just magically doesn't go back into a water source it's just gone at some point i thought it flew into the cosmos okay because it just went up and away and i was like all right i guess it's it doesn't need water like it, it can just fly into the stars we're talking about the meg every time it rained i was waiting for this big motherfucker to come out of the sky and it just never happened well it kind of happens kind of but not the way that i thought well you know maybe i'm just my imagination is more vivid than the writers of this film also the thing here is is like there's always moisture in the atmosphere so like it could literally just exist right if you want to get technical right yeah if you want to get scientific because (laughs) like i know that sounds stupid but like it's stupid when you set your rules up where a goat, the ghost shark can appear from any body of water. I mean, you know, when you really think about it, this is just kind of like an evolution of Draniac when you get down to it. Oh, plumber's coming in for sure later. Yeah, ghost shark. It, like, if that were the case, uh, like a humid day in New Jersey would be fatal for anyone anywhere because a ghost shark could just get you, like, out of nowhere. I would be dead right now sitting in this closet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd be safe because it's Las Vegas and it's a desert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No, because you got sand sharks out there. God damn it. Yeah, you gotta look out for them. But like, but like, yeah. The the thing is, like, it it doesn't retreat back into it, the source of where it came from, which is kind of stupid. No, it just goes on its way 
onto the next victim. Yeah, it just dissipates, and it's like, yep, whatever, gonna disappear and fuck it. Back to the water realm. I guess. The people working on this one were like, well, we could animate it disappearing or doing something, but we're just gonna cut away and then cut back, and it's no longer gonna be there. We'll just have it exit in a certain, you know, section of the frame and never show where it goes. This thing is a fucking aquarium rubber shark that somebody stuck its fucking hand in and puppeteered it and then green screened it. Okay, you you just brought up something I wanted to mention during the whole shark exploitation bad movie thing. The whole other part of the whole let's make a bad movie bad is that the very complacent attitude towards just garbage special effects. Yeah, and and that's the thing too, like Great White, aka The Last Shark, like watch that film. Watch Vic Morrow fight a giant robotic Italian shark, and it's fucking lovely. Sign me up. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and then you know we're always we're always copping out with a fucking CG monstrosity, and it's like not good. It's not funny. There's that fucking movie coming out called Bad CGI Shark Movie. Oh, I'd rather watch fucking Mecha Shark versus Megalodon or whatever the fuck it was called. Yeah, I'd rather that. Yeah. And on the other side of this, there's one thing I hate about these this kind of movie that's all over the place, which is CGI violence. Ugh. I hate it. It always looks terrible. Oh, yeah. Blood doesn't work that way. No. And the physics in this movie are bonkers when it comes to that. And not only that, but, like, when the CG blood comes, like, it's, like, stock CG blood. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's something you can get from, like, the Steam Workshop to yeah. slap in your, like, independent video game. I downloaded this off YouTube. I, I screen captured it and put it in. I, I composited it. I put a GIF over the screen. <laughs> uh, it's not a GIF, Connor. It's a TIFF. A TIFF. What? Excuse me. Um. So this movie opens with this CGI slash rubber shark just slowly swimming towards this fucking fishing boat in the middle of the night. Well, these people are fucking fishing for like some kind of trophy fish. People, if you even want to call them that. Okay, subhumans. Scumbags. They're chuds. One of them is Crenshaw from Boggy Creek 2. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just, I'm convinced it is. Did you make the fucking fishing potion out in the, th- out in the bayou there in the fucking can there? Okay. Fucking swamp mud jubilant. Oh, no. Uh, Crenshaw, Crenshaw was the fucking, was the overall wearing bearded uh, swamp dweller from the second movie they see at the end. He's like, <laughs> oh, totally. But like the, the grandpa character, not the grandpa, whatever the fucking character that is. It's like showing the kids how to make the fucking fish juice. Uh, I don't know if that's in the second one. I've only seen Boggy Creek 2 because of Mr. Science Theater. Oh, excuse me. I'm thinking of Return to Boggy Creek. I joke because there's this basically this scumbag, for lack of a better term, redneck, with these fucking overalls on. Uh, in this huge beard fucking trying to reel in a fish. Bam Bam Bigelow trying to get this fucking striper or whatever the fuck he's trying to pull in. Bam Bam Brewbaker. <laughs> Brewbaker and his fucking daughter, I guess. That's his wife? Oh, you're gonna love it, daddy. I think, is that his daughter? Could be both. I mean, they're making redneck jokes. I, I'm not totally sure. Yeah, come on, we're gonna, we're gonna fuck this fish, dude. Thanks, daughter. I haven't had this much fun since our wedding day. Crack me another beer, bitch. So, yeah, they... they he, he, they're trying to catch some fish for some competition or whatever, and the guy chartering them is like, "Yeah, you're never gonna catch it because it's almost twelve o'clock." Ugh. Yeah, he's like, "Burr, burr, burr, thirty thousand dollars. Time's almost up." They're pulling this fucking fish in, and this great white comes up because you know the great whites are just off the coast of everywhere and they fuck it it comes up and like bites this fish in half like their prized fish this rubber fucking shark comes up and bites it and then the f- the shark gr- uh, used its hands to throw the half of the other fish the other half of the fish in the boat 
Because the way this happens is the shark rolls up, takes a bite, and the the front half of the fish arcs through the air onto the deck of the boat. I'm like, that's not how that works. The captain's like, well, I guess next year, asshole, and starts, like, revving the boat up to leave. Yeah, you can get your hat next year, douchebag. And the fucking guy's like, this goddamn shark's going down. He fucking took my goddamn prize to a group or whatever the fuck. So he grabs a revolver? He grabs Barry Burton's fucking gun and starts unloading on this stupid shark. Uh, it's not a gun. <laughs> it's a pistol. Whoops. He whoops out his dick and starts pissing on the shark. I wish that happened. That would be more interesting. Yeah, actually, yeah. So he starts shooting this fucking shark, like, with the fucking magnum. By the way, this is all complete played completely straight. Oh, yeah. It's not, like, over-the-top goofy. Uh, I mean, this redneck guy is dropping, like, one-liner after one-liner. Yeah, but it's not... I don't know. I didn't get that vibe throughout this whole film, like, winking at the camera kind of shit. Here's why I disagree with that, because he's shooting at this fucking shark, the captain comes down, and he gets thrown into the fucking ladder and knocked out immediately. And this guy yells to his daughter wife, hey, get me my hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Motherfucker, I thought he was, you know how people like, oh, sushi's on the menu tonight. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's what I thought what he meant. By, like, get me the hot sauce. I don't fish, so, like, when she, he said get the hot sauce, I'm like, I don't know, is that some, does it, is it, a, does, is it like a lore? I don't know what that means. What are you doing? I thought it was a joke, like, I'm gonna, we're, we're eating shark tonight. We're eating this son of a bitch. Yeah, but she brings him a literal bottle of hot sauce? Yeah, and then treats the shark like it cussed. She just sprays it in its mouth. <laughs> in his mouth he fucking pours it all over like trying to get it in its eye like a fuck you to the thing what is he he shoots this thing in the face and then like hooks it with like the hook yeah with a crossbow with the yeah with a crossbow in the fucking head and then he dumps hot sauce on it and then he says some shit like i heard that hurts them i i would have to imagine that hot sauce in the eye on any creature is gonna hurt pal it just reminded me of like peppermint butler in inventor time getting the fucking hot juice in his fucking eye. This is the evolution of poke a shark in the eye if in danger. Like, I don't know. I, I heard if you throw hot sauce in their eye, it'll, it'll leave you alone or something. It burns them little critters or whatever. Always carry hot sauce when you go scuba diving. It's gotta be Frank's Red Hot, though, and no other one works. No, man, it's gotta be Cholula with the little Mexican girl on it. Daughter wife goes and runs off back to the fucking cooler where they're apparently keeping grenades. I think this is where Chucky got his. <laughs> is that what that is? I th- is it dynamite? Is it grenade? It was a fucking literal grenade. It's a grenade? And this is why I have a problem with the end of this film. She throws this grenade in the thing's mouth and it explodes and it's the clear kill shot that killed this fucking shark. Right. And that contradicts something that happens later in the film that we'll come back to. Oh, it contradicts the next fucking scene. What are you talking about? Well, that's true too. So yeah, she chucks this fucking live grenade in this thing's mouth and goes, Smile, you son of a bitch. The fucking balls on this movie and these Jaws references. They were like, what? Piranha opened with Richard Dreyfuss. We can do it. I was thinking about our conversations during uh, Child's Play 3 with C.B. Smith when we were talking about the grenade that blew up Whitehurst. And I'm sitting there thinking, this fucking back of this boat would be uh, just destroyed. Not only that, but like these motherfuckers got shrapnel in the face. They are dead. Oh, yeah. They were, <laughs> they were right in front of it. She like, she, like, gave it a little underhand toss. She's like, boop. These fucking rednecks have metal buried in their skull. They're extremely durable. Meanwhile, the guy they pushed is as durable as a WWF referee. Well, he's gotten to his feet post-grenade. He got woken up for the three count. Oh, yeah, that's true. Good point. <laughs> he's like, ah, this isn't fishing. This is barbaric. Yeah, get out of here. We're going in now. And the fucking... Okay, so the shark doesn't die via grenade. So I guess that's the justification for the crossbow bolt fucking taking it out. Uh, uh...
no, because he get that's the first thing that he gets shot with is the fucking crossbow. Right. And then he gets hot sauce. So- I think it was the hot sauce that did him in. Oh. That afterburn. He's like, oh, the poison's coursing through my veins. Yeah, the afterburn. He didn't get any milk, man. That's what happened. I have to go to my Lazarus pit. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so Joe says this is off the coast. Little do we know, it is literally off the coast. We're not even, what, 10 miles out? I don't even think we're a mile out, honestly. Yeah, I don't think so. It's not like a bay. Yeah, that's what it looks like most of the time. It doesn't even look like a fucking... It, it's like the channel that leads to the ocean. So this shark swims away, yeah, into a fucking cave and dies and then voodoo shit yeah ancient burial ground pet cemetery shit it's like it's like the fucking shit that dr shaw was looking for in the beginning of prometheus like those fucking caves with the the alien drawings and garbage <laughs> it's like fucking fred gwynn's there and he's like and he's like oh sometimes dead's better oh, okay shark go ahead get resurrected by the engines oh yeah i don't want to go on that road that road leads to sharks mr callow i think your shark is here you want to throw a in that water too close it'll go off in your face sometimes jaws is better sometimes shark needs a lazarus pit <laughs> Where is Razagua? This might as well be a fucking Lazarus pig. This fucking shark swims into this cave, and a bunch of cave paintings light up like you just selected them. Like you found them in Skyrim. <laughs> You're saving your game? Yeah, you get a, you get a thum from uh, from this cave. But then the shark is like, now I die! And then it just sinks to the bottom and becomes a, a, a revenant shark. Question mark. <laughs> uh, because he seemingly... Or she, we don't really know, uh, seemingly has a thirst for revenge because now we've turned into the fucking, the, that, that special, you know that, y- y'all remember shark bites, right? They still make them. Yeah. The fruit snacks? Yeah. Well, you know that special one? That special fucking shark that was in every pack? That's what this motherfucker looks like. It's, it's like an iridescent blue, it looks delicious. It tastes like blueberries. <laughs> This motherfucker sailing through the water. Very serene mood lighting is what it is. Oh, yeah. You can see this thing coming a fucking mile away. Also, this thing has the fastest respawn time I've ever seen. Like, the shark is like, and then it's, bam, ghost. Yeah, the, them fucking, those those ancient tribal rituals work really quick. Charles Lee Ray should have got in on this fucking cave. Whatever religion this is, is way better than Dembala, clearly. Dembala was there for sure. He was hanging out with the fucking, again, with the fucking, the ancient Indians that, that made that fucking pet cemetery, man. That's what's going on on here oh so he's sitting there crisscrossed with fucking fred gwynn shooting the shit exactly that's what i'm saying okay they were having lunch that's a fucking visual fred gwynn from friggin pet cemetery in dimbala fucking sitting there having lunch (laughs) (laughs) making deals and shit sometimes being a doll was better (laughs) i'll trade you uh stephen baldwin for your john hurt Uh, i don't know about that sometimes being an anthropomorphic duck is better the real fucking illuminati right there holy shit and they're lizard people uh yeah john hurt put this cave here i'm convinced or at least he put the drawings up he's like "Ooh, what a merry mischief i will leave this time (laughs) he sure did i think that's where his fucking lab is at the end of the movie that's where he goes to like whenever he gets hurt like anywhere right he time travels back to this fucking cave and like heals up in there he's like fucking godzilla it is a lazarus pit now yeah he goes to fucking atlantis and he gets he gets he absorbs the fucking magic from the cave i think we've overpowered john hurt at this point i don't think anybody can beat him no he is he is eternal (laughs) child he's the eater of worlds and of children he's galactus now he has gone beyond pennywise whoa we need to get the turtle involved call Raphael. i think he's at laguardia You with the trench coat, come here. Uh, so yeah, now we have a ghost shark. Uh, okay, so Brubaker is fucking like, yeah, yeah, we really showed that shark, we killed that motherfucker, we killed him. 
The shark, the shark jumps out of the fucking water, this ghost shark, and just grabs daughter-wife and rips her off the boat. <laughs> it's not as cool as it sounds. It's just not. Yeah, it's not because there's no there's no physics or, like, visible action involved. It's just they ran a, a really bad-looking CGI shark across the screen that was also semi-translucent. And then she's just gone, and there's a spray of, uh, like, really unconvincing-looking CGI blood. Uh, and then people were like, oh my god, shark guy. They mentioned at one point it's transparent. I'm like, no, it's not. Not at all. That motherfucker is at 95% opacity. That shark is overlaid on the water. It's It looks like a 75,000 watt light bulb. <laughs> In broad daylight. So that happens and then he fucking, it kills the two rednecks. Yeah, because he goes in the water after his daughter wife. He gets rammed into the fucking buoy before he gets eaten. That was fantastic okay <laughs> I, was, I was like i was like hit the buoy hit the buoy Bong! yes well again it's like another one of those jaws things where it's like oh remember when she was getting thrown around in front of the buoy well what if we smashed him into it remember the first scene in jaws what if our first scene was like jaws but not wink remember ben gardner that's what this guy was and he was chrissy whatever her name is oh that was the kinderman mom yeah <laughs> Kintner boy, yeah, Alex Kintner. But uh, they also one of the uh, one of them had a camera. They were kind of filming uh, the the fishing with yeah the daughter wife. The guy who's driving the boat gets attacked from a a bucket. Yeah, why? Because this shark's teleporting all over the place, man. This is our first instance of shark jumping out of a thing that's you know a tiny body of water. This is hey everybody, here's the gimmick: the shark can ju- get you at any point if you're near water of any kind, even a sprinkler, I guess, if it chooses. But we're on a boat. In the middle of the ocean. Like, why did it have to come out of a bucket? You don't have a corporeal form. You're a fucking ghost. Why do you need to get on the boat? Just go through the boat. That's what I was thinking, too. Well, you know why they did that? It's foreshadowing, man. Yeah, I know. But again, that's a really good point Connor had, because I'm like, this fucking ghost never actually goes through anything. Yeah. It's always hitting shit, like that fucking ghost on the train that kicks the fucking can. Right, because it keeps ramming boats and shit. Like, why isn't it just going right through the boat and eating people? Cars, boats fucking whoever all kinds of shit so yeah so the this guy gets killed and then you know cut to these fucking teenagers getting to the beach yeah we get we're up with a bunch of like dollar store american pie morons who all have really wooden dialogue one of them like he has this fucking um kylo ren afro looking thing he's he's got the same expression on the entire film blaze yeah yeah is that his name blaze jesus yeah it's you know of course you know me i gotta get all the fucking names right so i wrote them all down and then there's a character who is apparently underage so you got the main character ava and then you've got got her sister cecilia who is the girl you're just describing that's underage yeah wrong her name's sicily i remembered that one because it was fucking stupid go on <laughs> there's the fat guy mick that poor fuck their other friend the black guy cameron and then there's um their one friend uh taylor who's like the stereotypical blonde and I think that's all of them. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Cameron, Ava, and Blaze are kind of like the main ones out of the group. Ava, who is like our main character for whatever reason, she's played by Mackenzie Rossman, who is Ruthie from Seventh Heaven, the little girl. Wow. Yep, she grew up to do this shit. Congratulations. Welcome to your career, Mackenzie. Yeah, enjoy. Welcome to the first day of the rest of your life. She has that distant look in her eye this whole movie, and she, she, she's got to be on, she's either drunk or on lewds or something this whole fucking movie, because she's just like, Ugh. oh, this, this girl was slamming back ampules of opioids like the whole time. <laughs> 
<laughs> cracking fucking animals, dude. Yeah, she's like, hang on, I have to take my laudanum dose. Oh my god. There's some points in this movie where, like, she just trails off, <laughs> like, in her dialogue, and I'm like, what did she just say? Yeah, and other characters are like, huh? And she's like, I'll be right back, and then she just drives off. And then it cuts, <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute, what? They're like, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> well, we see these fucking teens come up with their Jeep and their jet skis, and we cut to this fucker in the lighthouse with binoculars looking at him. Here's the other guy, Richard Mall, baby. Do you guys not know this guy? He look fucking so familiar. Looks familiar, can't put my finger on it. He's in a ton of bit parts. You've seen him in a million different things. My favorite role is he plays Esteban in Evil Speak with Clint Howard. Um, he plays like the evil um, Satanist guy who lives in the fucking computer. But he's also in um, Scary Movie 2. He's like the ghost. He plays, what the fuck is the bad guy's name from Jingle All the Way? Dementor? Oh, the cartoon or the, the live action show? Yeah, the live action show. Like he's he's Dementor in the in the cartoon. He plays a bunch of like bad guys. Um, he's been in a ton of shit, dude. And he has a strange resemblance to a man known as Plumber. <laughs> It's not a one-to-one, but it's it's close enough. I thought in certain lighting conditions, in certain lighting conditions, he was a very sling blade-looking motherfucker, okay? I mean, let's be real. You know, Gunnar Hansen the White, you know, he was killed again at the end of Draniac, and he's constantly reborn because he's the protector of the MDU. He has many forms. I could see it. Uh, me too. He's an alcoholic. So what, what, Gunnar Hansen quantum leaps into different bodies after he gets killed? Yeah. Not voluntarily, though. No, see, it's in a, it's random. I keep hoping my next leap will be my leap home. Yeah, he doesn't have a fucking Dean Stockwell there to, to, to guide him, like, hey, you're going to fucking leap into whatever's. I, I think the rule is it's got to kind of look like him. Tall, heavyset man with white hair. I think those are kind of the parameters. I woke up on the seashore and I killed my wife and I'm an alcoholic. What? But I, it's totally justified because we both kind of punched each other a bunch of times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I kind of, you know, drowned her, but whatever. Feel bad for me. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. God forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 25 years since I strangled my wife. <laughs> I miss her every day. Question mark. I made an oopsie a long time ago. Hand me that bottle of whiskey, would you? Okay. He's watching these teens with the binoculars from the top of the lighthouse, and they're kind of commenting like, ah, this fucking weirdo. Oh, yeah, he's fucking nudie cutie watching for sure. Well, then he gets down from, he's like, ah, and he goes down to his fucking bottom of his lighthouse, and he opens up this trap door and climbs down into his hell hole of a house. He climbs into the fucking room they find in equilibrium, all the shit inside of it that Christian Bale freaks out over. Oh my god, the record player's there, Christian Bale's in the corner, having feelings. Yeah, he's got like a fucking suit of armor for no reason. You know what this is, right? Uh, no. This is the recommissioned fucking Van Damme hideout. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh my god, the lighthouse. Granny Van Damme's in the corner too, she's like talking to Christian Bale, asking him about if he took his prosium. She's coming over for a fucking booty call. Yeah, I came over to see if you were drinking, you wanna take your clothes off? <laughs> Why is this property so cheap? Well, a bunch of, uh, like, armed potatoes came in and they collapsed the floor and ate a bunch of kids. I'm the real estate agent for this whole island. <laughs> Granny Van Dam is the only one that can see fucking Gunner for who he is. <laughs> She's got like true vision. She can just see through the parallel dimensions. Oh, you, hello, you're back. <laughs> I see your ethereal glow, just like the shark. Ah, yes, you've become more than a man. This character is goes by the name of Finch, by the way. Um, I want to go back to the whole, the, the binoculars thing with the, the, the Sicily character because this movie has a very gross habit of uh, having this person dress and having people address her in very 
sexual ways, but it's established that she's underage. And it's very bizarre and uncomfortable, and they keep doing it. Yeah, and they're like, you know, jailbait. Yeah, jailbait, ha ha. What's that? And he's like, oh, you know, because she, she committed a crime or whatever. What? And I'm like, that's that's not what that means, you fucking idiot. <laughs> what is with all these, and you know, this isn't really an indie film if sci-fi funded it, but it's like in that ballpark, but what is with all these indie fucking horror films that we've watched with this like shitty humor of like people like... I- I mean, are we just getting too old, or is this just, like, actually shitty? No, because I thought this was shitty then, when I was a kid. Yeah, this movie is made by fucking tryhards, okay? Like, it's, you're not, you're not gonna get anything witty. You know, the, the people that never grew up since they were fucking 12? Right. Like, toilet humor is funny, like, ah, dicks, that's great, that's hilarious. <sighs> well, it's not, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not! <laughs> well... Well, it's not. Finch is pouring himself a fucking Glasgow Maker's Mark, and he's passing around shots to bail and fucking GVD. Because <laughs> he's got the DTs, but they're really there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Christian Bale's kind of like phasing in and out of parallel dimensions. He's he's there, but he's not actually there. Christian Bale's like, what am I doing here? How did I get here? It just zooms in on his eye. It zooms in on his eye, and then way deep inside of it, there's Granny Van Damme. She's like, hello! No, he's just like, I may shake hands with you, but in the actuality, I'm not really there. I forget the whole fucking quote. Anyway, American Psycho. Finch is making himself a drink and he, uh, he the TV's just randomly on and, and this is the first time you see where his fucking house shakes, I guess, from the water coming in or the ghost shark fucking ramming the Sure, I'm not really sure what this is implying. I don't know. Ghost Shark's like, let me in! Earthquake on the island, the fucking Van Dams are fucking again or some shit, like, next door. Oh my god, how many of them are there now? Oh, I don't know. If it's shaking the terrain, god, it must be just like a big pile of, like, chicken nugget toy looking things. <laughs> it's just an amorphous fucking blob of fuckery. Yeah, oh my god. Ugh. Rucker Howard's in the tunnels right now with a fucking flamethrower. <laughs> He's in a cage somewhere. They got him locked up. No, he's down there doing work. You know, it's like you know, it's probably like fucking Mario Brothers down there. It's probably fungus all over the place and shit. Rucker Hauer is the fungus in the Van Dam cave. Oh, he's he's burning it down. He's trying to save the island. Granny Van Dam turned him into the fungus. Granny Van Dam, she's got that moonstone cake. <laughs> Imagine that just like that big giant booger thing hanging upside down at his his sad looking doctor's office. But there's glasses on it. Yeah. <laughs> and a bottle of booze underneath it. And and one fully functioning vagina. <laughs> I used to have a plane, and I crashed it into the fucking island. I was a doctor in Africa, and I had to leave for reasons you don't need to know. So anyway... There's some news bits about people dying, and this guy is sad in his basement, and he, like, walks by a suit of armor he has for no reason. Is the joke there that sharks have also known to eat suits of armor? I may be reaching there and giving them more credit than they actually, you know, than they deserve. And then we're, like, sitting on the beach, and, like, Cameron has a jet ski and he like takes it out with the fat dude and then Ruthie from 7th Heaven and the and her sister she's they're like sitting with that guy Kylo Ren they're sitting on the beach and dude is wearing like jean shorts and shit and he's like I don't go swimming and they're like what do you mean you don't go swimming you don't like the water he's like I didn't say I can't swim I just don't want to go swimming. Don't you love that thrill line? Fucking hilarious, man. Just like that fucking green eggs and ham in Big Bully. It's just, you know. Sure is. Bring it up a few more times, won't we? Who's like, this will pay off in spades. Well, they're looking into the water and they see in the distance this fucking fishing boat from the opening and Ava and her sister are like, hey, hey, that's dad's fishing boat. And I'm like, I have it written down. Dad's fishing boat? Dad's charter boat? Question mark. There should be no question about it. Right. They know what the fucking boat looks like. It's got the name on the side. Like, why are they so unsure? 
<laughs> Moonlighter? Is that what it's called? Yeah, like why, like, why are they so unsure? And they're like, oh, call dad. And it's like, oh, his phone's not answering. Because apparently every time someone gets eaten by the shark, their phone magically stops working. I guess. Well, people who die in horror films, uh, their pulse is connected to their cell phone battery, apparently. So when you die in a horror film, your phone dies with you. Well, we, we all know that when supernatural entities uh, cross paths with electronics, they tend to either drain of battery or sh- f- malfunction. Yeah. Uh, you just you, you raise a good point there. It's either that or total protonic reversal. Yeah. <laughs> Don't cross the sharks. Don't cross the shark movies, for God's sake. So she takes her sister's glasses and coerces her into the water to swim a mile out to dad's boat. Is that what we're doing? It takes them 90 seconds. It's fine. Not even. It takes them about five. Let's go see daddy's boat over there. What? Yeah, speak up there, asshole. I can barely hear you. I, th- I think I think that's dad's boat. What? Sh- are you high? Yes, come on. So they fucking swim out to dad's boat, and they're like walking around, and she's like, dad, dad, dad. And she's like, oh my God, is this dad's? And like picks up a camcorder and looks at it. I don't know. Dad, 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 are you here? How many fucking times are we going to say dad and search this boat? Well, you know, they didn't find his bloody fucking soaked hat yet. The fucking blood's all over the fucking deck. What are you talking? about there's blood all the deck they're like hmm well to be fair connor like connor said it was cgi'd in after so maybe they didn't see it there oh yeah like imagine that like imagine you know the actresses were like doing the scene and there was that that blood wasn't there and just like when they were directing it's like ah you know the blood's kind of like on the other side of the boat and then when they were editing it they're like yeah this kind of looks like shit that shark really like fucked them up there should be way more blood oh oh totally all over the place. There should be a fucking spray. Everyone who is attacked in this movie should have blood buckets, but uh, no, it just squirts a little bit. Yep, and doesn't get on anything. Nope. Then we, like, cut to this chick who's just, like, floating and then sees the shark. Yeah, Taylor? Yeah. I, 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 who could care? Well, her fucking little raft is going up and down. It's like, hey, remember Jaws? Oh, yeah. Remember that part in Jaws with the Kinner kid? Remember that time when they fucking, they, the camera was, like, looking up at the fucking, the floaty, the, the raft, and, they, you know, they said it was the shark and then and then the shark attack and then the music was like dun 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 i can't believe i'm saying this but the thing that doesn't work for me with that is like the fucking ghost shark should have just came up and ate her yeah it doesn't it like lets her get away for a hot second and then she like swims over to cameron and like gets on the his jet ski and then throws him off of it and she drives further into the water well then and then again another jaws reference the shark ghost shark fucking follows her, goes flying past uh, Cameron, and he's like, oh, Oh, yeah. Like Brody's son. And then we see this fucking fruit snack jump out of the fucking water and bisect this woman. The ghost shark jumps the shark. Oh, it sure does. Yeah, it jumps in the air and it bites Taylor in half, but you never actually see uh, anything from any of these uh, events other than just a a bottom torso and then it's real quick and then it's gone. For like a second. I just have to say, I now have a visual of Henry Winkler flying through the air getting eaten by this ghost shark and uh, just had to share that with you guys. It's the lost ending to Happy Days. Now, what if Henry Winkler was flying through the air and bit the shark in half? That I'd want to see. Now, is it, you know, regular-sized Henry Winkler? Or are we talking, like, Meg-sized Henry Winkler, like Godzilla-sized? <laughs> he swallows the... He, yeah, well, that's what it is. He swallows the fruit snack whole. The only way to stop a ghost shark is a Meg-sized Henry Winkler. Okay, and is little Nicky there with the bees to kind of settle him down when he's done? <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess. This sounds like the worst kaiju movie ever conceived. Oh, yeah, probably. Somebody call Guillermo. <laughs> He's like, I'll make it work. <laughs> Whatever, let's do it. So, yeah, by Taylor, a character who we know for five minutes, um, but it's played totally seriously. Oh, my God, he killed him! Uh, by the way, like, it sounds ridiculous when we're talking about it, but, like, these, it, again, it, everything's played very straight, not for laughs or goofs, like... People, they're like everybody's like genuinely upset and like really trying hard to act upset. Oh yeah, not Ava. Well, no, Ava can't emote. Like you said, Tara gets bit in half and it's real quick and it's stupid looking. And then everybody gets to shore. Um, and then slam cut police tape. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Sicily and fucking Ava, they they pilot the boat to save Mick as he's about to get chomped on. Oh, that's right. Yes, the shark hits the other side of the boat and doesn't go through it like we were talking about earlier, which. Still doesn't make any sense. Or under it, mind you. But, like, why is it Mick dead? Like, that shark would have had his ass. Well, because they have to do that fucking pool party, man. The fucking pool party's coming up. Ah, uh, fuck me, man. We can't miss the friggin' pool party. Party of the century. It is, with that awkward scene where we just keep talking about it for fucking five minutes. The sheriff shows up. Sh- sheriff Martin. <laughs> okay? Like, Martin Brody, get it? <laughs> sheriff Bargain Ben Lance Hendrickson. Yeah. William H. Macy-ass-looking motherfucker. Oh, yeah, a little bit. He looks like William H. Macy if you held a candle to his face for too long. He just starts melting. <laughs> you left him on the fucking radiator? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's fucking Meltman from Action League now. And fucking Carabiester Bunny, baby, by the fucking vent. Oh, left out in the sun too long. And then we also meet uh, my favorite character in the movie, uh, Mayor Sexual Chocolate. Tone Log? Yes, uh, because, and I call him that because everything he says is delivered just like this. Everything he says is a, is a, is a hype moment. He's like fucking Dokes from Dexter. My surprise, motherfucker! Well, Dokes was much more deep voice, but uh, Dokes was far more memeable than this guy is. <laughs> This guy shows up and is immediately more effective than the mayor from Jaws. I think that's what they're going for, though. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. He's like, we're going to clo- close this up. Only close it for 24 hours. Don't taste the shock. We're going to call a meeting, not a shock attack meeting, but it's a meeting. Yeah, and $1,000 to bounty hunters if they can kill it when fucking his son, oh, by the way, his son is Cameron. Yes. Is telling him, it's a, it's a ghost. And he's like, all right, uh, shut up about the ghost. They're going to lock you up, kid. Yeah. So then we cut to the fucking police station and they and they recover the, the camcorder, right? And I guess the sheriff is just like, come on, kids, everybody. Everybody gather around when I show you this evidence tape. We're gonna watch a movie. Why the fuck is the sheriff, who who's basically saying he doesn't believe these kids and tells them to go home, is now all of a sudden like, yeah, come on down to the station. Let's watch this crime scene video together. <laughs> exactly. I'm so confident you're full of shit that we're gonna watch this piece of evidence. And they watch it and they, they see this fucking shark come and like kill these people. And they're like, oh, goddamn, that's a, yep, there's it, that's a shark, all right, okay. And they're like, that's it, that's the shark. Shark. Well, and then Ava's like, can we watch that again? I, I didn't see my dad die enough times. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody's like, wait, freeze frame. And they stop it, and it's like a picture of the shark's face. And they're like, that's the shark I saw. Yeah, like they remember it. He had a mark right up below the eye. Yeah, he, he was missing an eye, and he had a fucking tattoo on the side of his face. And a cut right below his fucking lip right there. And he's smoking a cigarette. And he was saying something about Dembala. <laughs> I like that the one point the sheriff goes to play the video back and he's like, how do I do this? The same way you played it the first time, you idiot. Also, I guess Ruthie has a fucking USB fucking 10.0 because she jams a fucking USB stick in and fucking downloads this video in 0.5 seconds. She got that from Pepper Potts. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. So she has the video now and she and they're like, okay, bye. And they just leave. Well, yeah, because like she sees uh, this fucking Sheriff Martin arguing with Cameron about it being a ghost still because he keeps saying, it's transparent. <laughs> I know what transparent means. Yeah. Motherfucker, it's 
it's not. But anyway. Yeah, there's like a weird, like, 30-second spot just devoted to semantics. Like, translucent, whatever. There's a 30-second spot. There's a solid minute of them talking about this pool party in this hallway right here. Damn it, the pool party! They leave the sheriff's office, and they're like, oh, man, I just remembered the pool party. I got people coming over. Your friend just got bitten in half. Your other friend just found their dad's boat empty with his fucking bloody hat and him getting murdered on film along with two other people and you're still like the pool party We're, we have sorority chicks coming over my cousins from fucking denver are driving in or whatever people got killed by the beach let's go swimming to unwind. Yeah. It's gonna be a memorial. The way this exchange, the way this exchange pans out is like every, like they're waiting for Ava to respond to them and she just never does, like she never delivers her lines and they just keep repeating themselves until she does and she gives like this fucking drug-addled response of like, yeah, we have poop or whatever and then walks away. She's like, why male models? <laughs> It's just shit. She walks away, and uh, Cameron and Mick are still talking about the pool party, because, again, you know, you can't miss the pool party. No. And uh, Blaze is like, I'm going to be a white knight. <laughs> he sure does. And he goes up to fucking Ava and, and Sicily. He's like, can I do anything for you? They're like, yeah, we're good. Go away. <laughs> and then he fucking pulls out his lightsaber and starts cutting down trees and shit. Then we get some random, I guess they didn't have anything else for a transition besides this B-roll of the fucking sun setting by the beach. Yeah, it just slams to a sunset real fast and it's like back to the pool bar. <laughs> well, first we have this scene where Ava is driving with her fucking sister after she leaves and it starts raining and you get finched. It's like... Walking down drunkenly down the fucking street. But it's, like, pointless. Ava rolls down the window, and her sister's like, That guy's crazy. Window's open. He's right there. Blah, 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 blah. That guy right there pointing right at him. That him. She's like, Oh, what? You know, you seem like you knew something about the ghost shark. And he's like, Did you say ghost? I don't know anything about ghosts. Go away. Esteban. He jumps on the fucking windshield like Bronson from Street Trash. And he's like, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> fucking weekend warriors. That's how he gets people to leave him alone. He just acts crazy real fast. Uh, that'll do it. So we're at the fucking, uh, pool party? Yeah, and unfortunately, Freddy Krueger doesn't come along to burn them all alive. Oh, man, I wish, right? That'd be great with the fucking dime store Meryl Streep. I wanted to go into this movie and just slap this Cameron fucker in the face. Because his friend, even though this woman was annoying... <laughs> I thought you said smack this camera and fuck her in the face. <laughs> And I'm like, what camera and whose face? Calm down, Sean. No, I wanted to slap Cameron in the face because he's like walking around, like putting his arms around these girls going, yeah, you know, Tyler, she was a good friend, but she got killed. And, uh, you know, I, I, try I killed the shark. Uh, you know, I was stabbing it. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, Cameron, you're amazing. Someone's like, Cameron, are you using her death as an icebreaker? Yeah, and these chicks are falling for it. Like, what a scumbag. Yeah, what's the fat dude's name? Mick. He tackles this fucking dude who doesn't like to go swimming into the pool, and he has a shit attack and then he's like just loosen up dude and he fucking gets this chick on his shoulders and like pulls her top off like he physically pulls her top off yeah. and he's like check out these puppies or whatever and she's like <laughs> yeah, yeah the series of events there and then cameron does like a swanton bomb in the mixed back and he drops the girl it's just like what are we doing what are we doing greatest pool party ever man let's just jump into each other and cause a scene like let's ruin our friend's fucking cell phone because hey don't you got insurance yeah <laughs> 
and then sexually assault this girl who was just sitting trying to enjoy herself by the pool. This pool party's lame. We need some backyard wrestling to liven things up. We need some sexual assault. He does this swanton bomb, and then, like, randomly, I guess time passes, and then these two other guys that I guess, like, it's implied that, well, I invited anybody that wants to come. This is so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Well, I put it out there that anybody that's anybody should come to this party, so these random guys are just here and they're getting into it with each other yeah and they invited someone's fucking side quest <laughs> they invited the plot of a movie that we're not privy to yeah these dudes show up who have some kind of problem with each other well they both like the same girl they're fighting over her. is that what it is because it's like 20 feet away yeah that redheaded girl that was standing there we're like having a conversation and then like the camera's just on these people that are like 20 feet away and you can't hear anything they're saying these guys are fighting over this girl and uh one of them fucking throws the other guy into this like through a fence <laughs> yeah right right behind the diving board cameron has a shit attack he's like bro you fucked up my fence like what the fuck you get the fuck out of here i mean cameron's an asshole but that's a legitimate complaint yeah he like goes to start shit with cameron he's like oh yeah mother fuck he's like you know what i think about that i'm gonna do a fucking somersault off the diving board into your pool here comes a shooting star press douche mick gets ready for the impact as he goes off the diving board the fucking ghost shark just shoots out of the pool and eats this guy into the sky uh and then it just cuts and you see this shark now i didn't realize the shark was going vertically for a second and i'm like wait <laughs> is this under the water or what's happening here yeah it flies up to become a star shark and then explodes into a fucking uh beautiful fireworks display yeah what just like uncle sam a new a new constellation <laughs> like the end of clash of the titans like the end of Dragonheart. <laughs> And then I became a fucking constellation. To the stars, Bowen, to the stars. Ah, uh, look up there. Right before this happens, Cameron sees, like, that blue blur in the water, and he's kind of looking for it, but I guess he just forgets because of this fight. And that's something of note. Every time the shark shows up, there's, like, some kind of blue blur out of wherever it's fucking hanging out, and then people die. Why aren't we eating a bunch of people at this pool? We eat one guy. Well, because the movie Alligator, there was a fucking alligator in the pool and it ate the kids. So like that, we could do that. Uh, yeah, but that scene is scary. This is stupid. Yeah, and Mick's a fucking dumbass, by the way. Yeah, why does he go right to the ladder on the side? Why is he going towards the fucking diving board? He takes the longest route possible to get out of this pool and swims to the object that he seemingly would have to pull, like the diving board. You're going to pull yourself up doing a pull up. What are you out of your mind? Go to the shallow end to the steps. People don't even know what's happening yet until this this guy's severed head falls onto somebody's beer bottle. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. It was pretty good. And then, like, the shark is, excuse me, this ghost shark is in the pool now. Yeah, but it just goes fucking MIA. Well, it makes a point to show one guy just, like, after this guy gets killed, paddling with a boogie board. Just because later on that's going to be important. I, I guess. We got to make sure the shark bites the boogie board, so go die, child. Bye. So he goes to grab Mick out of the pool... Mick gets fucking eaten. No, sh no surprise there. And then, but, but somehow in the process of him getting eaten, fucking Cameron's flung into the pool and blacks out, but doesn't get eaten. And then we go to fucking Ava's bedroom and fucking White Knight's on the floor. Why isn't he just laying on the bed with her? Well, he's got to respect her boundaries, dude. Yeah, but like, what if she, they're just friends? Like, it's just really strange. It's bizarre. By the way, he come he comes to her house because she wasn't answering the phone. Like, this guy's kind of creepy. He's like, I called you didn't answer so now i'm here you can do nothing about it can i lay on your floor can i smell your socks jesus christ man get a fucking life she does she's not into you <laughs>
And she's never into him, even at the end of the movie. No, the sister is kind of, I guess. Sort of. But she's like 12, question mark. So Ava, she gets that phone call and she picks up and Cameron's like, oh my God, Mick's dead, Mick's dead. The pool party's a wash. (laughs) (laughs) Those people never came from Denver, the sorority chicks. The party was a total bust. I'm ruined. (laughs) I'm ruined. It's like the next day, by the way, too. It's like morning. Yeah. So Blaze and Ava, they fucking drive over in a, in a hurry, and the first thing they see is these fucking morticians bringing out a body in a body bag. They're dipping the dude's head that landed on the fucking beer bottle, like, in this bag? Like, in a Ziploc bag. You're telling me it's, like, 7, 8 a.m. the next day and they didn't do that yet? Are you fucking kidding me? They should have been there that night. Really. Let's be real here. Mayor's like, another crab seed? Not yet. Wait till morning. Mayor Stahl, he's talking to Cameron. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with you. He's like, I don't know what kind of drugs you were doing. He's like, were you on PCP? Bath salts? What was it? He's like, no, dad. It's, it's just a fucking ghost shark. Why don't you believe me? And it's- <laughs> he goes, uh, no, I believe you. It was a ghost shark. But talking like that's going to get you thrown in a fucking mental hospital. Cameron recovers by saying, you know what, dad? Do you actually care about me? Or are you just worried about the next election? And the guy just like can't answer and walks away. Oh, man, this is like fucking what's his face? and Tammy and the T-Rex. Kinda. Yeah, it's like the same fucking kind of storyline. Except I would much rather those two characters. Oh, for sure. So he goes up to the fucking Sheriff Martin and he's like, hey, uh, Sheriff, my kid's talking crazy. Can you lock him up? And the Sheriff's just like, uh, I, I don't know about that, Mayor. That's kind of kind of a fucked up thing to do to your kid. What? He's like, do it. Do it now. Fuck it. Okay, let's go for a ride, Cameron. But then he, uh, he finishes a conversation. He's like, sexual chocolate! And he walks away. <laughs> <laughs> As Cameron's getting chewed out and going to get thrown in the slammer for the night so he can have a cool head, this other officer comes over and he goes, yeah, you're never going to believe it. And he comes over with this fucking boogie board that's got the shark bite in it and a fucking literal hand plastered to it still. Yeah. And he's like, and look at this, I found a video. And he's got somebody's cell phone of that guy fucking corkscrew jumping off the diving board into this thing's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> getting eaten by the fucking ghost shark. And then Ava and Blaze show up, and uh, they're, like, trying to back up Cameron. They're like, no, it was a fucking ghost shark, man. And they're like, can you shut the fuck up, please? And Cameron's dad, like, reams out Ava, and he's, she's like, he's like, if you get in my fucking way, I'm going to kill you of this election. <laughs> and then, again, man, I was fucking, I was facepalming like crazy. Because this fucking chick goes, you're going to wait and not do anything about it until this problem swims up and bites you in the ass. <laughs> Remember when Richard Dreyfus said that in Jaws? You fucking stupid movie. Well, they pay it off in this movie, if you want to even call it that. Yeah, oh yeah, they do. I wonder if there's enough that's blatantly stolen that could like get them in trouble. It's not even the fact that, like, oh, you lifted that. It's like, it's the kind of ham-fisted shit that's just like, go away. It's not funny or cheeky or anything. At one point, does it stop being an homage and it just becomes, like, blatant, lazy writing and or theft? Yeah, hey, remember that other movie that you'd rather be watching? Gonna remind you about it. Here it comes. Ava and, and Blaze leave while uh, the mayor and the sheriff are looking at this video, and Cameron, I guess... Takes his moment and just fucking runs. Jump in, because we got to skedaddle before the fuzz finds us. They drive off, and then the mayor runs out, and he's like, Cameron, get back here. He's like, I'm going to beat you like you stole something. Yeah, he did say that, didn't he? This guy's a piece of shit. And then we just fuck off to a montage for 10 minutes. Yeah, what the fuck? It was like this way. We're going to set up potential places where the the ghost shark could pop up. Which one will it be? Spoilers. This is like Hulk Hogan in Suburban Commando just walking around squeezing fruit. Oh, I thought you were going to say fucking Hulk Hogan in the middle of Gremlins 2. Well, that too, making pasta. Pasta mania. (laughs) The 
movie just stops and it's like, we're gonna go do a montage of shark shit. Here we go. Here's a mechanic and here's some kids on a slip and slide. Oh my god. Here's a plumber. Here's a prepubescent kid who just steals a car. <laughs> What is with this? This is what happens, Larry. This is what happened to the dude's car. <laughs> After he throws mud on it and then drives it like like 30 feet to a car wash where a bunch of girls in bikinis are there, you know, doing their thing. But it's... He just, he gets in his car like it's his. This was so fucking bizarre and confusing. He like, he has like a big gulp in his hands and he scoops up a bunch of dirt and throws it on the fucking hood of this, <laughs> of this Mustang. It's like mud that's kind of like connected to a drain that you see like a, a blue blur come out of briefly before he does it. Oh, I thought he was going to get tagged, but he doesn't. And he gets into this fucking Mustang. Dude, this kid's got to be like, what, 10? His head <laughs> is barely coming over the the steering wheel okay yeah i'm like what the fuck where who it's, it's like kevin McAllister's cousin basically <laughs> it looks like fuller yeah but yeah like you're saying he, he drives up to this fucking car wash with all these like uh women are fucking in bikinis washing cars and he's like smiling and like rubbing one off yeah <laughs> he's like i can't wait to see these titties rub against my windows weird way to justify getting a car wash. just pull your car up i'm sure it needs a bath he's a dumb kid he thought it needed to be dirty you're 10 years old that's not your car get yourself some binoculars what the fuck are you doing he paid for this well he didn't have to pay for it because before he had to pay they got fucking eaten by ghost shark they sure do it comes out of a fucking bucket and eats this woman there's actually kind of a cool shot where uh you see, like, to the side of the car, one of them getting, like, pulled as if they're, like, on a jet ski or some shit. Yeah, she gets fucking chrissied. There's also one where there's, uh, there's the bucket and someone's legs are just poking out of it and blood's spraying out of it. Oh, yeah. Compared to the rest of the boring trite in this movie, it's actually pretty cool. This kid screams in horror as the cum releases from his penis. <laughs> It's right when he finished. He is scarred for life. Every time this poor guy has an orgasm, he's going to remember this moment. Now, every time he masturbates, he thinks of women being killed by sharks. He's like 25 in a therapist's office. He's like, I just can't have a boner anymore. <laughs> He just, he has nightmares about the ghost shark being his semen as it releases from him. <laughs> you just might eat my partner alive. Why do you think that is? It's like, I just keep seeing the ghost shark. I see it in my dreams. I see it when I shut my eyes. I see it at all hours. I see it every day. I can't shoot without thinking about those sharks. It's like his personal Slenderman. Oh my goodness. Or the reverse happens. Like he has to watch women get eaten by sharks to jerk off. <laughs> Oh my god. So he has like a tank and he fucking, he gets, you know, he starves the shark and then throws like a fucking hooker in it. <laughs> fucking course fucker's like, I approve of all of this. <laughs> He's kicking it on a fucking lawn chair, drinking a Mai Tai next to it. I'll be fucking the corpse when you're finished. So that's the end of that one sequence in this montage. The other one is a bunch of kids with a slip and slide. And like, I don't even have to say what happens here. This is my favorite. I, I just like the setup of this because like this cute little chubby kid puts his fucking like 3D goggles on and he's like getting all ready to go and he's like i'm gonna fucking win this slip inside contest and he fucking goes down this thing and this fucking rubber shark appears and just swallows his fucker whole while he's sliding down the slip and slide then we go to this plumber again cribbing on another movie have you ever seen the blob remake anybody yeah seriously uh with no budget this time so you just see this plumber just kind of fucking with a pipe under a sink 
and uh, just ne- it, it kind of cuts away, and then he there's blood splattering everywhere, and he's just being... They don't even show the shark this time. He just gets eaten by a cabinet. Well, you know, they gotta set up that for later. There's no blood either. There's just fucking water. Well, he's like the Draniac, man. He's just in the pipes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's, you, you got something in your pipes for sure. We need to do an, an exorcism. Gotta exorcise the ghost shark. We gotta do, we gotta do a sharkcism. That's another movie. Shark Exorcist. Speaking of Gunnar Hansen, he's sitting there watching the news with another bottle in his fucking hand. The news reporter's going on, oh, you know, mysterious deaths all across the town. He's like, also, by the way, three people that might have information about it. These three school children. Yeah, what? And Finch is just like, oh my god. God. And then he looks out his fucking window and sees somebody walking around the cave. Oh, boy. And apparently he's the protector of this magic cave, apparently. This Elder Scrolls-ass cave. His John Hurt's janitor has to go in there and keep the place tidied up before, you know, in, in between his visits. That's where you go take ayahuasca and then, like, leave the cave. And then you go on an adventure. Well, he goes in there. He goes over to the cave. He sees this fucking specter or what have you walk over there. Is that what it is? I thought it was just some lady scuba diving. No! It's, it's spoilers, it's his fucking wife. Oh, is it? The specter of his wife that he oh. says, oh, I wonder why she never came back to kill me. Well, she just is clearly there overwatching you because there's a bunch of shit that happens later that implies that. It's because she's a better person than you are. We'll talk about that because it doesn't make any fucking sense and it's stupid. Yeah, her, her spirit basically walks over there and gets his attention and he runs over to the cave Um and he finds this fucking shark body. This shark looks like shit. He screams, Judas Priest. <laughs> <laughs> breaking the law, breaking the law. And yeah, they fucking kick down the fucking door and they start having a concert. Uh, he, because it's a giant CGI shark that they like decomposed digitally and it looks like shit. It's stationary. Get a fucking dummy. Why wouldn't you just build a fucking prop? A static prop of this dead shark. Because they're doing this on a literal shoestring, I think. Buy an inflatable shark from the store and throw some blood in it. I don't care. Your lack of effort so far has been, you know, pretty much the same. So just, you know, get something solid. But this is what I'm talking about. Like, you're putting money in to make this movie. Like, just make the fucking shark real, please. No, yeah, I'm with you. They had to spend all their money on renting boats and jet skis. And guns with blanks, because we don't need that shit in this movie at all. He also solidifies here that, like, it's basically, it's Pet cemetery, straight up. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so it's a- Ava, Cameron, and Blaze, they go over there. And he's not answering right away because he's in the cave. So they, they just basically break into his fucking house and they're all joking. Oh, that's a that's a breaking entry. That's a federal crime. She's like, eh, the door was open. My dad's the mayor. That Xanax is kicking in. I don't give a shit. <laughs> breaking this guy's house. I don't care. Yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to remember shit tomorrow morning. Well, well, they're walking around talking to Christian Bale and Granny Van Dam. All of a sudden, this guy just comes in from around a corner and just, ah, what, stop touching that. You kids want to uh, take off your clothes? Yo, yes, you're going swimming. You better do it naked. You need to take off your clothes to do it. God intended you to go in there naked. Put on your birthday suits. Ava just turns to fucking Finch and is like, what's with the old lady? He's like, ignore her, please. I can't get rid of her. She came with the lighthouse. She <laughs> It's like Kingpin, his fucking landlord. I own this land, all of it. Cameron's like, what's with the guy in the corner? Oh, he just, he really likes the music. Christian Bale's sitting there just like with a tear in his eye listening to old show tunes. Leave him alone. He's very overwhelmed right now. Yeah, he's tripping face like listening to cats on record. He just has a box of fucking t- tissues with the lotion. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, they just keep handing him stuff that makes him feel. You see, this is like a pocket dimension for him. It's a little getaway for the man that I created. Not not me personally, not Finch, but this is actually Gunnar Hansen Prime talking to you. I've, I've overtaken Finch's uh, functions for the moment to explain how I am making this happen. What is he fucking? He's rolling desk chain, fucking taking over people's bodies. It's the fucking thing from Duckman. Oh, I'm, well, he's eating my internal organs. Well, he's always in there. He just doesn't show himself unless he has to. He's behind his eyes. It's just like the eyes turn like a different color, like the pupils go like a, yeah. a bright white for a moment. Exactly. It's like Dark Tower. This is this where they have a conversation about, like, uh... Now, this isn't where his wife comes up, is it? Sorta. He's he he's in a drunk fucking stupor, and he's looking at Ava, and he's like, yeah, 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 you're looking at me, and you look like somebody I know, and he just starts yelling that it's all connected, and I'm like, yep, there's Granny Van Dam. Yeah, I was, you know what, I was, I was like, don't steal our shit. Yeah, he, he but he has the realization. It's, <laughs> that's why he's having a breakdown. Yeah, well, he was just in the fucking cave, dude. He saw hurt rehabilitating it. In there. He's like the dude from Dark City who's like, I know a way out, and throws himself in front of a train. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's all a joke. It's all a joke. It's all a big in-joke. It's all connected. You, you're not gonna get it unless you listen to the other podcast, so you better jump in front of a fucking truck. <laughs> listen to Movie Dumpsters Season 1 and 2. Uh, yeah, he passes out, doesn't he? He fucking, he has like a, he has an episode and just fucking falls on his ass. Pass the fuck out. And they like pick him up and put him on his bed. Like, leave that motherfucker there and get out of there. What are you doing? We'll just stay here. It's it's nice and cool down here. They put him in the fucking bed and then they just like put an empty whiskey bottle in his hand. Either that or fucking Granny Van Dam left it there for him. Little uh, nightcap for the guy. Oh yeah, I, don't worry about it. I got him. This will help you take off your clothes. In fact, it did. It sure does. Take off those khakis, you sweet bastard. Sicily calls Ava, doesn't she? Again, we have this character that we're we know has been revealed to be underaged and here we are where she's got all of her clothes off in the fucking bathroom ready to take a bath yeah what the fuck yeah i'm like what i don't get why or why why are we doing this what are you doing griff first he's fucking he, he's first in himself is what he's doing yeah she climbs the bathtub and guess what happens freddy krueger comes out this was the most ridiculous part of the movie and i can't believe that, that i'm even saying that because it's dumb even for this i don't understand how this works okay so we're in the bathtub and you think a fucking you know a bladed gloved hand is gonna come out but it doesn't or a draniac or a draniac yeah there's like a fucking creepy tentacles nope everything turns blue she gets pulled side to side and fucking you know she's getting attacked by the ghost shark in the tub she gets pulled down under the water and she's dead right yeah like everybody else in the movie so far yeah nope uh ava and blaze and cameron come and like kick the fucking door down and they fucking teleported there right how did they get there so fast they're like oh my god she's dead no wait and they grab her from in the tub and they pull her out and she has like this little tiny cut on her leg where the goat shark may have bit her or not or she just cut herself shaving this is shot like shit oh it's terrible like they pour the tub and then immediately throw a towel over her because again implied she's underage yes i don't even know what the fuck this whole thing was about at the end of the day there's no point they throw a towel over her and they're just like just ambiguous blood and they're like <laughs> screaming over each other the shark literally spit her out of its mouth into their arms like was she in a fucking oatmeal bath she got the chicken pox and it didn't like what she tasted like like what the fuck the shark was like ah oh, you're underage yeah oh no jailbait <laughs> 
<laughs> Meanwhile, they fix her up and they they put this fucking leg brace on her knee, and she just I guess like to stylize it, puts a bunch of wristwatches around it. They give her a fucking Mad Max knee brace, okay? Like they put a fucking <laughs> this garbage bandage and a bunch of like elastic bands and shit around it. No, it's like fucking bedazzled belts around her fucking leg. I, I don't get it. They didn't have any credit cards lying around to seal the wound. So then we we get another scene at the fucking police station, and the mayor's there, and the, the paparazzi and all the fucking journalists are there, and he's like, ah, no story, no, 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 no interview, no interview, and he, he runs in. It's post all this, that montage, and all these people dying, and, and Sheriff Martin's going to the mayor like, yeah, you, we should release this fucking video, like, people need to know what they're going up against, and the mayor's like, no! We can't. Until the last third of this movie, we just keep cutting back to him. And he's like, we can't let this out. We can't tell anybody. Blah, 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 blah. My shit's on the line. Blah, blah, blah. Election time. Blah. And it's like, okay, we fucking get it. We don't have to keep coming back to him. What's ultimately the point of this character is just to whine about his election and then have something bad happen to him. Yeah. And then we cut back to fucking Richard Mall again in, the fu- in his fucking cave and he wakes up and he's like having the DTs again and he sees the fucking three kids and they're like, his wife died in a cave. He killed his wife. <laughs> and Granny there and she's like i know you killed your wife too it's fine and he's like uh i need another bottle of booze well because they're all at the they're back at uh ava's house looking all this shit up on wikipedia i guess and uh th- th- this fucking sheriff the guy that found the boogie board he's like knocking on the door and uh ava's like oh my god oh my god they're gonna arrest us for whatever reason She's like, Cicely, you gotta stay behind and, and, you know, you know, keep this guy occupied. Take your boobs out, you're 16. So Cicely's like, uh, okay, sure, I guess. So that they fucking jump the fence in the backyard and they run off to Blaze's car. And then I guess for some reason, like, this cop doesn't hear them pull away or anything. But then he does hear Cicely opening the garage door and pulling her fucking car out. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, where are you going now? You should be putting this girl in cuffs. Like, you're trying to escape a fucking cop who's knocking on your door. I'm sorry. Yeah, he just lets her go. He's like, oh, are you old enough to drive? She's like, uh, yeah. Puts her head on the fucking steering wheel. And that's it. That's the end of that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, she just she just leaves. <laughs> and then they're like, we gotta go to the museum now because they might have some info on this fucking Indian burial ground cave. Yeah, here, guys, get ready for your fucking lore dump. Well, we, we meet Rucker Howard's fucking brother. Oh, it's fucking fast and loose. Yes, it is. Rucker's trying to take out the remnants of the Van Damme family. You know, minus Granny. He doesn't know where the fuck she went to. <laughs> And uh, his brother, you know, he's in charge of the museum, the local museum. He's like, hi, how you doing? Do you remember the uh, the, the Roanoke Colony? Well, it's kind of like that, right? So the cave, uh, you know, people they would people would disappear in, and spiritualism, and ghosts, and uh, ancient burial ground whatevers. Legally distinct pet cemetery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they just kind of drop this and then leave. I'm not sure what this has to do with the rest of the film or why we had to learn about Roanoke for this to continue. Right before they come in, Cameron just decides that he's going to pull out this pack of cigarettes we've never saw him have, ever. No. And then have a cigarette. We need it for the plot, so, uh... So here you go, you smoke cigarettes now. Daniel Baldwin said that this was in the script, so, uh, you gotta do it. A sweaty man handed me this box of cigarettes and said, you have to smoke this, it's the rules. Yeah, yeah, So, so not Rucker Howard's talking about, because, you know, he's got all this information on hand... You know, because he knew these people were coming here to ask about it. Talking about, well, you know, there was a sister book, a grimoire. And he goes to get it, and it's like, oh, my God, it's gone. Oh, 
The only other person that came in here today was Finch. It was Wilbur Waitley. He took the fucking Necronomicon. But here's the thing. When he says this, I, I, I feel like that's implying Finch was here like three or four hours ago. But Cameron finishes his cigarette and Finch walks fucking out of the building right then. Yeah. So he, this had to be like, what, a minute prior? Maybe five tops. In addition to being a vessel for Gunnar Hansen, he's also a speedster. This is also true. Well, he gets that from being Gunnar Hansen the White. He's got fucking magic man come on so cameron comes in he, he takes the cigarette and like a piece of shit he puts it out in the garbage inside right on a, apparently a diaper that's just sitting in there yeah but like this is so dumb like like i get what they're doing here but like the plot device to get us here is fucking stupid right because it's like oh no the sprinklers went on because of his shitty cigarette that lit a garbage can on fire and then i don't know spit out fucking three feet of water into this place on the floor yeah well what is this to be fair there's more this place is more flooded out than fucking shane van dyke's ship did fucking harry and marv hit this place before they got there <laughs> the ghost shark versus the wet bandits i'd pay for that well they're well, i hate to break it to you but they'd be dead quick no that's fine like marv just like riding the ghost shark or whatever marv stands he spreads his arms out and starts like reciting these fucking ancient texts to himself and harry's like marv i didn't know you were a warlock Okay. <laughs> now imagine Marv on water skis, like, riding the fucking ghost shark. Okay. He's got a saddle on it. It's just chasing Harry, and he's going, frickin', 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 frickin'. No, that's the end of the movie where fucking the ghost shark is on water skis, and Harry is pulling the ghost shark through the water. Harry is the ghost shark. <laughs> he's got the beanie on. And Marv is riding him. They're coming for Kevin for one final encounter. What are you gonna do now, kid? We got a ghost shark. Home Alone 6, ghost shark. So the, if this fucking sprinkler system and makes a puddle and the fucking ghost shark comes and eats this fucking librarian's arm off and then they leave. Well, they try to. Yeah, Cameron like slips in the floor and then swoosh, eaten. Yeah, him and fucking Blaze start having like a knockdown drag out. Right before he gets killed, Cameron comes down all as a day like, hey guys, what's going on in a foot of water? I don't know the rules of this movie. And Blaze is like, you killed us, you fucking killed us. <laughs> exactly, he's like, you put the cigarette out in the garbage can I saw in the clip that we just watched of the movie. And, and literally Cameron has no clue what what's going on, like how this is his fault. Meanwhile, the kaiju alarm's going off. Cameron's got memento disease. He can't form new memories. Blaze doesn't say anything to him like, you fucking asshole, you threw that cigarette out, like, you started a fire, and this is why this is happening. Like, he doesn't say anything like that. He's just like, hey man, you're a dick. Right, starts swinging at him. Yeah. That was most uncool, bro. The audience knows what's going on, but I don't. Yeah. And then while they're wrestling on the ground, slapping each other, the fucking shark's coming right at him. So it eats Cameron. Signature bisecting. Yeah. Just, it swims past the screen, and then the next time you see him, he's just a pair of legs. That's the movie's one trick, everybody, and they made sure to tell you that they're they're gonna stick to it. I guess the whole point of that is just so that the mayor has some kind of motivation to actually do something, because we really needed that for that piece of shit character. Well, we'll get to it in a second, because we got the cup of water coming up. Oh my god, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's my favorite moment in the movie. Like, why didn't we have more of this? Even if it looks like shit, yeah, it's still what I wanted from a stupid premise like this. Okay, so this like mayor's aide guy who's been in the whole film, who's mostly nameless, I guess, gets a cup of water. It's filmed in a way where it's like, oh man, probably shouldn't do that. Right, he gets it from a water cooler. And yeah, and they're bullshitting the office, and all of a sudden he starts coughing like John Hurt and Alien. <laughs> the food ain't that bad, baby. Oh no, not again. The mayor actually says that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual chocolate. So uh, this guy gets up and he starts coughing, and then the fucking ghost shark splits him in half vertically and swims out his body. And just dissipates. It's 
glorious, but it's slightly tainted by the fact that, like, once this dude splits, you can tell it's the worst dummy ever conceived. Oh. The anatomy doesn't make any fucking sense. He becomes, like, two Kit Kat bars that are flesh-themed. <laughs> Somebody just took, like, wet newspaper and some fucking tempera paint and threw some clothes on it. Yeah, like, it, like his head, like, dimensions of his head are all wrong, and, like, the width of his body changes, and he just he just goes, crack! Like It looks bad. <laughs> it, it, was, it was made in a day. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it looks like someone just had to find an image of like a shark from the bottom real quick and just Photoshop it in there and just make it move. Yeah, th- like he's he splits in half the way people in Mortal Kombat always split vertically perfectly. Yeah, where no matter what they just go. Yeah, best kill in the movie. And then uh, while this is happening, the mayor and uh, sheriff just stare at it and don't utter a word. Well, now they know the shark, the ghost shark is. Uh real you know the video and all the, the footage of people dying wasn't enough they had to see it in person why is the shark here now well it's it, it's you know it can be anywhere it's everywhere at the same time so up until this point i thought the motivation for this shark was the fact that it was in that that um richard mole's wife that he killed was inside the shark and she was just getting revenge and killing everybody that's what i thought was happening that would have been amazing yeah i thought that was what was happening right nope this shark is just seemingly going around and just randomly killing the shark in jaws 4 had a more singular purpose than this shark does which is like stretching the limits of believability to begin with where a shark has a fucking vendetta (laughs) holy fuck yeah like your father killed my mother and now i'm gonna kill your son and then we're gonna face off at the end i'm gonna track you across the planet (laughs) Yeah, what? I'm gonna jump out of the water and eat that guy. I'm also gonna roar at some point. I'm Michael Caine. I'm here for the show. It's a very large shark. Eat my helicopter, my fucking plane thing. I saw a tangerine the size of a ruby. We get this really quick scene back at the museum where Ava's calling like an ambulance saying, oh yeah, bring some body bags. Bring some body bags for our dead friend. And uh, Cecilia fucking drives up, or Cicely, whatever the fuck her name is. Cicely, you're breaking my heart. Run from the shark, it's gonna get you. Hey, hey, hey. We're making this movie better by all this extra superfluous nonsense we keep adding on to it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. If only people would break out into fucking song. You wanna know why? because it's boring it's a it's a movie called ghost shark and it's boring sicily comes up and and ava's like ah why are you why are you here why are you here blaze bring her home and he's like okay and then uh they 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 both drive off and then we cut back to fucking the sheriff getting a phone call from ava i suppose i don't know cameron's dad is then he's like he's like oh we're gonna go kill this fucking ghost shark and he's like how we're gonna do that it's a ghost and he's like i don't fucking know but it's not revenge It's justice. Sure. Whatever you say. Yeah, however you want to frame this. So you can justify killing a ghost shark. Like, come on. Says the fucking guy who just saw this shark come out of some dude and just dissipate into thin air. And he's like, yep, gonna get on a boat and grab my rifle and kill this thing. Yeah, like, it's not like he has a ghost trap at the ready or... Or a fucking proton pack. What does he think he's gonna do? He didn't even call the Ghostbusters. He was like, I'll do it. He didn't even call the Mario Brothers, for God's sakes. (laughs) I don't do ghosts. Barry Burton shows up. He's like, well, this is out of my reach. Barry Burton shows up and says, "Uh, have you seen a hand cannon? Uh, Chucky stole it. And then uh, I think this guy Brubaker had it. Someone told me it was on one of the boats. Hope this isn't Chris's blood. (laughs) 
<laughs> he says it while he's on the boat. Yeah, exactly. So the mayor and the sheriff, I guess, are just going to use Ava's dad's boat because it's the only one in town. <laughs> right? Is that what we're doing? Use the boat. Which one? Well, you know, the boat. Oh. Yeah, what the fuck? They're just like, hey, that dead guy's boat. We're going to steal it. He would have wanted it this way. Let's use it. He hated ghost sharks. Well, Blaze, he's driving the car and he stops because they got the fucking fire hose going. He's trying to get these kids to stop. And these four or five kids come up and start giving him lip. And he sees, like, the blue flash coming out of the fucking fire hydrant. And he's like, fuck this. And he and he floors it. Well, he's yelling at these kids to get out of the street. And they're like, fuck you. They confront him like the suburban lost boys. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, they're like, who the fuck? What do you get the fuck out of here? Yeah, they're like, you paid a toll for you cross this fire hydrant. Well, he's like, oh, I know it sounds crazy, but there's a fucking shark. And then, like... Cicely points. She's like, oh my god, here it comes. So he floors it, and then they all run away, and the shark hits the side of his truck. Doesn't hurt Cicely at all, of course. And uh, She's fine. She should be a pancake, but she's just okay. Yeah, that fucking shark T-bones that goddamn truck. Oh, yeah. He gets out and looks to the damage. She's like, fuck, I just got it fixed. Another dead girl in my front seat? God damn it. Well, then there's like, I guess like the car's like too fucked up to drive, so he's like gonna go run away, but there's like a little bit of a puddle there, so he's gotta pick her up, because the shark's coming. Well, he picks her up because she can't walk. Oh, right, because of her knee, right. Or she can't run, rather. So he picks her up. And then the little kids, the little lost boys, come, and they're like, they're like all fucking crowing and shit, and they're like, we're gonna get you. Kill the lawyer! The kid in the front, he's like feeling on the shark, ghost shark's face, like pushing it away. <laughs> you know, putting his hands under it, saying... Yeah. Oh, there you are, Brody. And then he gets his fucking head bitten off. Yeah, these two kids in the front, they get the old, uh, they get the old split. The shark comes along, bye-bye upper torsos, and you have these two kid legs just flopping about in the street. Yep, and not convincing <laughs> at all. At this point, I was thoroughly done with this movie's bag of tricks, and I was like, I don't even give a shit that you just murdered two kids. No, because it's just the same kill over and over again. Up the body count for zero reason. Rawhead, going back to the literal first episode of the show, Rawhead Rex had one move, and yeah, that was at least a little bit entertaining. This starts to get a little trope quick. Look, you want to know why? Because when Rawhead's doing the raspberry, it's a guy in a suit rubbing his face all over an actual person. Going... <laughs> yeah, it's not a CGI monstrosity doing a CGI kill that's just recycled over and over and over again. True. That and, like, look at Rawhead Rex and just tell me he's not goddamn hilarious looking. Oh, my God, he's lovely. He's just like, you're a monster. <laughs> again, fucking Gene Simmons fucks a hairless ape and you got gold mine right there. They head back to Finch's and the mayor and the sheriff go out in the water. Oh, yeah, on the boat. The, the boat. Ava rushes to the cave because, uh, you know, Finch has the fucking grimoire and, and they think, oh, yeah, he's going to use this to resurrect his wife or some shit. But he's trying to stop the shark. Allegedly. And then he's, like, reading Latin out of this fucking book and then Ava just shows up and starts like talking to him in Latin I'm like you know fucking Latin now like what are you talking about so he's talking about how he read in the grimoire that you can make a talisman or a totem out of the weapon or whatever you know trauma caused the creature's death being the, in this case a crossbow bolt or harpoon however you want to look at it it should be a fucking hand grenade no but it's you know this thing that i guess that caused it to bleed out let's say apparently yeah the horn is cheek didn't do it actually it was the hot sauce you got a bottle of hot sauce you got frank's red hot <laughs> 
<laughs> Definitely allergic to peppers. It's gotta be Cholula. That's the only one. It's like they got to the crossbow thing maybe first and then was like, yeah, I'll go back and fix the beginning later. <laughs> Probably. Well, I was picturing when he's saying he's gonna make a totem out of this that she was gonna like carve this out of the fucking like crossbow bolt. He's like, there you go, the arrow. She grabs and he's like, there, it's a totem. Yeah, just I dub the totem. Here you go. I mean, did he touch it like fucking uh Guru touching Gohan and Krillin's head. I will now pull out your inner potential. He's fucking Esteban, man. He can do whatever he wants. Exactly. And Gunner. It's always Gunner on the inside. <laughs> They're all Gunner on the inside. <laughs> I need that on a shirt, man. They're all Gunner on the inside. Yeah, and then he's like, that's how you kill a ghost shark. I'm going to go finish my bottle now. I'm going to go lay down with a bottle of booze. You see this harpoon? Haven't handled one of these babies in 25 years. Um, and then I believe we go back to the boat. The boat. And they're chumming for the ghost shark. Yeah. And it's like, that's not how this fucking works, dumbass. How do you chum for a ghost shark? Do you throw ghost meat into the water? Like, do you have a bunch of, like, chopped... Ectoplasm? Slime! Well, the sheriff's like, hey, uh, this is kind of a stupid idea, don't you think? And he's like, well, he knows we're coming after him, so, uh, we got the upper hand. And it's like, what? Yeah, his logic is like, yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna go to where this all started. Out in the middle of the fucking ocean. And I'm like, yeah, good one. A hundred feet off the coast. Yeah. <laughs> right next to the cave. He goes to the sheriff, help me help me chum some of this shit. Yeah. And the sheriff is just like, uh, we are the chum. Like, we are the walking dead. Okay, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Oh, man. It basically. I'm not locked in here with a shark. The shark's locked in here with me. Yeah. The sheriff's like, how are we going to kill this thing? He's like, and then the fucking mayor's like, you got to be willing to die if you want to kill it. What? And I'm like, what? what are you talking about, man? Is your fucking plan to be murdered by this thing and come back as an angel and just fight it in like an act of God? Like as a ghost and then fight the ghost shark as a ghost man? One has to be a ghost to fight a ghost shark. I got some bad news for you, buddy. With the shit that you've done in this film already, you're you're going straight to hell. You ain't fighting any ghost shark. He tried to arrest your son. That would have been a cool concept, though. Yeah, just an extra scene after he gets murdered. Spoilers. And he's just like him in hell. Like, I should have been able to fight the shark, damn it. I'll see you in hell, Chris. He brings the undead army from Lord of the Rings. I, that would have been an interesting idea if, like, the ghost shark killed, when he killed people, like, their ghosts were just, like, hanging around. Like, it haunts the ghost shark. Like, fucking American World from London. You fucking ate me, and the shark's like, I don't understand human. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when they use the crossbow bolt, you could have the ghost come out of it like in Harry Potter. Oh, there you go. They're like a fucking Patronus. Or like when he fought Voldemort. How come nobody has a fucking great white shark for a Patronus? Um... Ooh, you know what? That's... that's Interesting question. <laughs> Does Victor Crumb have a fucking great white shark? He should. He should, right? So the ghost shark, they see it in the distance from the boat, and it's coming at them. And uh, again, it rams this fucking boat. They kind of like look around at each other, and uh, Martin's just like, you know, fuck this, I'm not doing this. And he goes to like, I guess, leave? And Mayor Stahl pulls out this rifle and just points it straight at his head. It's the rifle from Jaws, by the way. It's the same one that Brody has at the fucking end of the movie. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, you better fucking start chumming. I'm gonna blow your fucking head off. And he's like, okay, here I go. Come here, ghost shark. Right after that, the ghost shark jumps out of the water and just grabs Martin off the boat and just eats him alive. Tackles him. So, right? You're like, oh, he's dead. 
And then we cut, and he's in the water getting fucking quinted all over the fucking, you know, like, he's, like, halfway in his mouth. Yeah, and then they try to, I guess, like, also have their cake and eat it, too, because they do the thing where he's looking down the fucking scope of the rifle, and it's, like, aiming for the air tank in the mouth. Yeah. Well, we're fucking, we're eating the whole goddamn cake. And then some. We're having having the big chocolate cake from fucking Matilda. We're even eating the extra slice with the hair on it. We sure are. Stahl goes into, like, the bottom of the fucking ship, I guess, to get away from this ghost shark. And just kind of stumbles around in the bathroom. And then we get the, uh, you know, we get the payoff on this joke. We get the fucking Ghoulies 2 fucking gag. Everyone knew this was going to happen, too. I was like, as soon as the premise came across my eyes, I was like, someone's going to sit in the toilet and get fucking eaten. Well, especially the guy that they said it's going to come up and bite him on the ass. You will see the end of my dagger. But instead, the shark comes up through the toilet with, I kid you not, like, literally the blood looks like shit fucking flying out of him. Like, he's got bad diarrhea. Yeah. It looks like... Like straight up thick, like like they just they took corn syrup, just colored it red, and were like that's it. Let's call it a day. It'll be goopy and weird looking. Yep, not gonna thin it. Willem Dafoe's in the corner. He's like dealer's choice. Back to formula. <laughs> What did I tell you about shocks on the toilet? Um, so yeah, he gets ground up in the fucking toilet, and he gets, his legs are sticking out, and yeah, mayor's dead, whoop-a-dee-doo. So this, uh, the, the whole end of the movie takes place in and around Finch's lighthouse. The whole movie takes within a mile of Finch's lighthouse. It really does. This movie ends four fucking times. It's worse than Return of the King. I was waiting for Frodo to go off to, with the fucking elves. <laughs> Bilbo. Freaking Legolas and uh, Gimli rowing by on a dinghy. Oh, have a good one. Great job. Watch out for the ghost sharks, Frodo. <laughs> oh, look out for the ghost shark. I hear they're real bad in these parts. They coax this fucking ghost shark to the shore. Ava just basically goes in the water and starts bouncing around like a seal. <laughs> and this thing comes charging at her, and she... I know I use this term a lot on this show, but she literally dolphin dives towards this fucking shark. Sure does. She fucking, she Superman punches this thing with a boat with an arrow in her hand. She fucking Baldwin's right into this fucker with a spear. How is the movie not over after this? I feel like this was like a pretty clean cut ending. That's what I they thought. They just break their own fucking rules because like she hits the shark and the shark like glitches out of the matrix. Like it fucking stops and explodes. And I'm like, oh, thank God the movie is over. And then all the phones in the world rang at the same time. <laughs> I will announce my presence by sending a bunch of ghost sharks to come through everyone's telephone. Dr. Angelo just fucking kicks his feet up and takes a sip of his fucking Bushmills. He's like, ah, my work's done. Um, so Finch goes to uh, get the arrow from the water. Surprise, the shark is not dead for some reason and bites off two of his fingers. And then uh, we're back in the fucking cave again. Or his like underground lair in the fucking lighthouse. And he's like bandaging himself up. He's like, huh? Didn't work. Guess we gotta try something else. Hmm. He really is plumber, for fuck's sakes. Ah, shit. Here's my card. Like, Gunner's on the inside screaming, like, come on, guys, get it together. Is this where he's like, I killed my wife? (laughs) He tells them he killed his wife straight up. He's just like, yep, drowned her. Killed her. She's dead. And I'm like, oh. We used to get into scuffles, and it always got a kind of, she was kind of violent. Not me. He says this as it cuts to him shoving her underwater and 
drowning her. He's like, yeah, she used to get pretty violent. (laughs) He's like, we drank a lot. And then she hit me with a fucking antique she found on the ground. And then I choked her to death and then drowned her. And they react to it as if they just got told the movie they wanted to see was sold out. They're like, oh. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, let's get some dynamite. So you did do it. And he's like, yeah. (laughs) I got away with it. What are you going to do? They always thought I did. And I really did do it. He sells a story with full sincerity. And then they're like, okay, well, we still got to kill the shark. He's like, well, I just told you I killed my wife. So none of you can leave. Here's the other thing with that. Um, He kills her in the fucking cave under the exact circumstances that bring people back. Right. And the fucking runes are lighting up on the fucking wall and shit, and this woman never comes back to life and kills anybody. Yeah, we never see the ghost of this woman, even though, like, the Finch has been yelling about her ghost the entire film. And that's why I thought it was in the shark. Right. But it's not. And it should have been. No, it's, it's instead this... The Draniac fucking references are gonna continue, unfortunately. <laughs> Time for an exorcism or whatever. So yeah, so he he runs off and he fucking locks them in there. He's got a shotgun, basically. He had pulled on them to get them to stay there. Well, I, who do you think he got it from? Hello! Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you're, I think you're right, Connor. She left it in the corner, man, next to the wheelchair. This She was waiting for this day. She had so much planned. They get out of this fuck, so they're locked in, and then fucking Jailbait uses her fucking rhinestone belts to, like, unlatch the door or whatever. Where'd you learn how to pick a lock? From you guys, yuck, yuck. I don't need it. I mean, she is the master of unlocking. Yeah, Barry was there looking for her. There you go. She can open that fucking desk drawer now. So then we get a fucking, like, ten-minute fucking scene of them going to get dynamite. That's, like, behind this fence that they can't pick the lock to, so they run it down. And then they break into a van that has one singular old-school fucking one-eyed Willie fucking Chester Copperpot box of fucking dynamite that they take out. And then they just load it up, and they head back to the cave to blow it up. Yeah, and by the way, the amount of dynamite they take with them, dynamite's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And movies undersell how powerful dynamite is. Like, I think one stick of dynamite would have taken out this cave. I think the lighthouse would be gone. This would be a crater. Yeah, there's like 13 bundles of five. Yeah, people in the next town over would feel this shit. Richard Mull's back in his fucking underground cave system, and he's got the grimoire, and it like flies into a statue that breaks, and then flips to the page where it says to blow up the cave. Well, you know, it doesn't just hit a statue, if I understood this correctly. It knocks his wife's urn on the ground, and the fucking ashes- Oh! form into like a kind of visage of her face and she like looks at the book and then it changes to the right page is that what it is i think that's what they were going for is she an idiot why is she helping this guy he murdered her and then admitted to it yeah i you know again i'm thinking about this way fucking more than the people that made this film did so they get back and they and they go to rig the cave up with dynamite and now he's all about it now he's like yep let's do it okay blow the fucker up my wife's ashes spoke to me in a premonition or something and then they fucking light the dynamite and boom it starts fucking raining luckily they're smart enough to know that that fuse will stay lit if it's wet. Well, yeah, it keeps going because I think the shark puts it out. <laughs> yeah, the shark jumps out of the water and fucking splashes it. Is the shark from Jaws unleashed? It, like, beaches itself and puts out the... F- the fucking ghost shark beaches itself and puts out the fuse. And then it starts to rain. Yeah, okay, this does sound like Jaws Unleashed. All right, so this was the moment when this rain came down because it's, like, you know, very, like, thunderstormish. I was waiting for, like, big-ass, like... 
shark eyes in the sky as the lightning hit and this megalodon-sized shark coming down. Oh, that's actually fucking rad. <laughs> right? Yeah, that would be fucking dope if that fucking thing like turned gigantic and then just like swallowed the island. Sicily and, and Blaze are basically like trying to get away from the rain. They're hiding under this little like fucking leatherface shack. Oh, they fuck off for the rest of this until the end. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, Ava's trying to go into the cave to get this thing lit. This, this 5,000 pounds of dynamite. Do you think we got enough? She goes in there and then just randomly this fucking finch is just stands there getting wet like, God forgive me. And then this fucking like regular sized ghost shark just comes out of the sky and just fucking like eats him in one gulp. Like what? I got bad news for you, buddy. You're going to the HU double hockey sticks. Yeah, you're going down there with the mayor. She's got to relight the fuse so she runs into the fucking cave and finds a lantern. She picks it up and instead, you know, a smart person would be like, okay, I'm going to light the fuse with the lantern right well yeah but not smash the lantern on the fucking ground into the fuse why wouldn't you just go in there and look for a lighter or like something a little less cumbersome and and chaotic and non-accurate as smashing a lantern she has a lighter and she like keeps it's like wet or like she's trying to light it but it doesn't work and she ends up like throwing it into the fucking shark's mouth at one point yeah and it does nothing also i hate to break it to you but like this cave earlier in the film it's bright in there and it's kind of like i i took that as there was cracks in the ceiling but now it's like the middle of night, it's downpouring, there's no rain getting in, no light getting in, but the place is still totally lit up. It's beautifully lit. If she were going to throw that lantern down, she ain't getting out of there. It'll be pitch black. No, no fucking way. And she gets to like the mouth of the cave right before this goes off, and she gets blasted into the water. She does like fucking 20 fucking Mario front flips into the water. She would have been pulp. Yes. Well, mind you also, as she's running out, she trips as the, as the shark jumps out trying to get her, and she knocks herself out for what feels like an eternity and still survives. Then all of a sudden she's in like fucking 100 feet of water but she lands like where Rumpelstiltskin's fucking stone gets thrown at the end of the fucking movie like right on the bank there right on the shore. She picks it up looks at it puts it back down not interested. She's like, this won't be relevant yet. I'm not ready to have a kid. I need to wait until the Titanic disaster. The t- I-, I have to wait till T-Day. <laughs> T-Day. This fucking, this cave system explodes. It leaves barely a crater, like like Connor was saying. This thing barely explodes. It's like, Pfft. And then it like kind of like falls in on itself. All the while, like this, the ghost shark is like about to get Ava and then it cuts away uh, right before it would presumably eat her. Uh, cave explodes and then... Uh, Susu, Sulia, and Blaze are like, no! You know, Ava, she's in the water, and she saw that move that uh, that kid was doing earlier. You know, she wasn't in the scene, but she saw the footage, and she also was kind of touching the face of the shark, kind of feeling him out. <laughs> and then uh, the shark disappears before it gets a chance to bite her. Oh, there you are, Gunner. The sky uh, flashes blue, and the shark fucking disappears. Like, it gets sucked into fucking oblivion or something. Yeah, it gets sucked into a soul-nado. I don't know. And then we get the biggest facepalm of the whole fucking movie where... (sighs) I don't know why they need to do this because their fucking truck is right there next to the lighthouse. But they, the, the three of them swim off into the distance. Why do we jump in the water and then just swim into the middle of the... We f- swim back to shore. No, they're swimming away from the shore. Why? Clearly, the, the reference is the end of Jaws when they're swimming back to land, which is just, okay, fine. You're going you're, you're gonna to hammer me with this. But the killer for me <sighs> is, is you have that going on, which is already a major face pump, And then you have Blaze basically just joking about all their friends' deaths. Yeah. He's like, sorry about your dad. Yeah. Taylor, Cameron, Mick, they're all dead, huh? Huh. 
kind of sucks, huh? Let's keep swimming. I didn't really like any of them. Did you? Yes. Oh, awkward. Sorry about it. Let's swim into the middle of the fucking ocean. Credits. Fuck this movie. Yeah. Fuck, dude. This movie's a piece of shit. Like, <laughs> Man, where are we putting this? I'm kicking this movie into a Sharknado, which then gets uh, absorbed by the same tornado that killed Jonathan Kent in Man of Steel. <laughs> And then that tornado is going into its own uh, containment dumpster, and then that's where it's going to be buried underneath layers of titanium. The containment dumpster. Now that's a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking the light is green, the trap is clean. We have plenty of containment dumpsters. We have them to spare. There there are movies like this that go there. In this case, though, Joe, you got to say, light is blue. You got a problem. Um, listen... This is bad this is bad news because some Walter Peck motherfucker's gonna come and John Hurt is gonna let all of the fucking dumpster dwellers out of that fucking thing and it's gonna be a nightmare. Pull the lever, it'll be funny. You do your job, pencil neck. You don't tell me how to do mine. Yeah, uh this movie's bad, and it's not even bad in the way where you can get a bunch of friends drunk to watch it, because you'd just be bored. There are better shark exploitation movies out there, and I don't even like that genre, and I'm kind of sick of it. Uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's kind of like Titanic 2 in that sense, where it's, you have a premise like this, and you have the audacity to just go middle of the road with it. You didn't do anything special. Um, this is dumpster for sure for me. You, it broke my streak, this movie. (laughs) Having everything on the shelf, by the way. Um, I'm gonna kind of like piggyback off Connor too, where it's like it's for a shark exploitation movie. You have not delivered on any of the things that I would have expected, and the thing with this is like I fully expected it to be like stupid, crazy garbage, right? But it doesn't even hit those levels. Like it, it's almost like too tame in a sense. Yeah, yeah, and to the point where like. It takes itself super seriously, which I'm with. I'm totally about that. But, like, it's boring. And that's the problem with it. Like, you could take it seriously and be fun and good time, but it it just doesn't do that. It's just aggressively mediocre. And, Mm. again, like, if you hit the epicenter, like, the eye of the storm in shark exploitation movies or the proverbial Sharknado, this is right in the center of it. Like, it's just, it's the quiet part where it's like, "Eh, whatever. (laughs) Go shark whatever. Uh, yeah, in the dumpster. Yeah, this is a dumpster movie without a fucking doubt. You know, as I was watching this movie, it was pretty easily a, a middle of the dumpster movie, and then, like, that last 20 minutes kicked in, and it just fucking nosedived to the bottom. <laughs> because, you know, I didn't hate it. You know, I didn't hate it for most of the movie. Like, it, yeah, it was a little boring, but, like, the kills, as stupid as they were and as bad as they looked, like, I got a chuckle out of a lot of them. You know, just because of the, the wackiness of this fucking film. I love the idea of Sean looking at a movie going, you're working again yourself stop it it is it's already a bad movie so it's like kind of pains me for it to make you know make a bad movie make itself worse by just like not knowing when to end yeah not knowing when to pull the plug let's say oh it, it overstays its welcome for sure yeah, like if you want to have the big crazy thing at the end where it's raining and you got to blow up the fucking cave like just do that like don't have this whole totem bullshit or, you know, you drop the cave thing and just have the totem and, you know, maybe have your one more jump scare at the end where the guy gets bit and you take care of it in five minutes, not 20. Yeah. Don't restart the fucking movie over again. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, you know, it, it, it's at the bottom of the dumpster. It, you know, I can only imagine after, you know, uh, 
how many episodes, 60-some episodes we've done so far. Mm. There's got to be like a, a thick brown uh, sludge at the bottom of this dumpster that this fucking proverbial ghost shark is just swimming through. And that's where it lives. It's, it's, it's swimming around, eating bad movies, getting shittier by the day, because that's just uh, what sounds right to me. Uh, it's getting bigger. Oh, boy. And bluer. Well, it's getting fatter. It's getting fatter. It's not going to get anywhere. It's just out of shape. It's eating... It's got a poor diet. It's chowing down on Monster in the Closet and fucking Dragon Ball Evolution. At some point, it's going to get really out of shape and it's going to get ghost diabetes. (laughs) This moldy fucking fruit snack of a fucking movie. So that's it. That's Ghost Shark from 2013, directed by Griff First. Hey, everybody, if you want some more bad movie goodness, you can check us out at moviedumpsterpodcast.com. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Android, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, or Podbean, and make sure to leave us a five-star review if you dig the show, because it helps us get out of the bottom of the dumpster into more eardrums. Yeah, and if you're on the social medias, you can follow us at Movie Dumpster on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm Joel Escola. I'm Sean O'Rourke. I'm Connor McGraw. Thanks for visiting the dumpster. Maybe you can help us figure out who did. Why don't you ask the other witnesses who were here what they saw? I don't have time to listen to this nonsense anymore, Ava. It's not nonsense. It's fact. A fact that's going to swim up and bite you in the ass if you don't wake up. Shut up. We appreciate your concern. With that being said, you better get out of my sight before I have you locked up. You hear me, Missy? I didn't stutter. But you don't. Shut up. Stay out of my way. Shut up, son. Stay away from Cameron and stay out of my way. Let's go. Get out of my way. We'll be right back.